The following pendant production. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the commentary for The Kingery, Season 7, Episode 6, Sticky Wicket. I'm your director, Dave Morgan. With me is one of the writers of this episode, Jeffrey Bridges. Hello, everybody. Hello. And uh, the other author of this episode was Jared Page, uh, former director as well. Yes, uh, Jared was, of course, on the writing staff for the past couple of seasons, but uh, unfortunately he got a little swamped with things and uh, was going to have to step back from uh, writing on the show, which we talked about in TWIP a couple months ago. Mm -hmm. Um, So this was his last episode, and he didn't quite get the chance to finish it all the way, so he asked if I would step in and sort of uh, help finish it off, and so I did, and so uh, this is sort of a mixture episode of like about half his and half mine. All right, now see if you can figure out which is which. (laughs) Uh, so we start off a little differently this episode. With the, uh, we do indeed. Bit of a telenovela, if you will. A little soap opera going on here. That we decided to make just as cheese ball as completely possible. Right. And, and was, you know... <laughs> and it's well, it's, it is. It's, it's a lot of fun to listen to. And um, one of the comments uh, I got back from uh, Colin, Colin Kelly, who's our script editor presently, was that he felt that this went on a bit long. And I agree that it does, but I also think that this season has had a lot of really heavy, really dark stuff, and I mm-hmm. think it needed this extra bit of lightness coming in the middle of the season to sort of, you know, balance that at least a little bit. So I was okay with letting it, you know, a little bit of extra goofiness, because yeah. it was just, it was so much fun when I read it. Yes, and so. and we have some seriously dark shit coming up, so. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot behind us that was pretty dark, so. Yes. Now, of course, that's uh, Hannah Jane Condell is the wife. Um, myself getting shot by uh, Jeffrey Bridges. <laughs> yes, yes, husband. yes, You shot me, you dick. I can't believe that. Hey, and man, I just wrote it. You're the one who made it happen. That's true. That's true. I, I just directed what you wrote, so... Actually, Jared wrote that part, oh. so that was all him. Curse you, Jared! What? Anyway. And, of course, Vincent Morrison as the identical twin... Who's not identical. Not, the non-identical twin. Yeah, that, that confused him even when, when we cast him. He said, are, are you sure you want me to do this? I sound nothing like Jeffrey. I'm like, yes, trust us. It's yeah, funny. That, that was the point. They don't look alike or even sound alike. We're not even she, attempting. She never knew. That's you know, right. You know, suspension of disbelief and all that. That's how bad the writing is on that show that Tommy's watching. <laughs> and that's how bad Tommy is that he's watching it. Right. <laughs> Of course, we go right into the uh, hospital room there with uh, Pete as Tommy and Alicia as Maddie. Turn that back on. Yes. <laughs> with some big news. Huge news. Which, of course, everybody probably knows by now from the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, crazy stuff. Crazy. Going on. Crazy things. Listen, there's some fucked up real world. Oh, and I love how even though he thinks it's the worst show ever, he still knows everything that's going on in it, like you do when you get caught. Well, he doesn't have anything else. To... Right. Exactly. It's that or or their version of Fox News, and that's just no. <laughs> <laughs> well, and this is, I believe, your lovely wife as the news anchor here, Susan. It is indeed. Yes. And uh, Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard. Our fellow writer and creator. Yes, of course. He's played several roles over the yes. course of time. And Gwendolyn she Jensen has, Woodard yes. is Cheryl here. We brought her in a few times to play random reporters. Yeah, she, so. she pops up now and then, Cheryl the reporter. Yes, so we get a little continuity going on here. As hell right, is breaking right. loose in Sector 11F. 
SOS. Yeah, when I uh, SOS, you're right. That was another note uh, from Colin the first time we read that. He's like, "Don't you mean SOL?" I'm like, "No, actually, we don't. No, we we're don't. Doing it's different. New now. It's new yeah, and different right. and frightening." <laughs> Thus, you have perfectly summed up the feelings of everyone in the entire within the show. You know, in the galaxy, they're like, "What?" Ah, so, yay. Yes. And now this this scene here, I'll be honest, it was kind of hard to do because it's it's a talking head segment, like literal, as in I think one side right. of the screen you have Susan, the other side you have Damon, who's played by Colin Kelly, and yes. it's just very difficult to make that much info dump work. Right, right. Yeah, directing-wise, um, and, and, you know, even uh, writing-wise, you, you put it in there and you're like, well, there's not... A lot happening it's just you know but you got to get all this info out there and so you try to you know weasel these little bits of uh, character and story into different parts of it but it's it's tough mm-hmm. because i mean as you can see there's a lot of ground covered in this scene so right and i'll be honest if if i realized at the time that we we're going to have damon do this much monologuing i might have had colin choose another voice for, for damon that's not quite so <laughs> So rough, both on him and a little bit on the ears. But, you know, it, it is kind of odd, this Boba Fett-type character, and now he's a CEO. Well, you know, he works with uh, uh, certain people who are responsible for some of the technology. And so this is your clue, you know, that you know who he was working with before, and now you see right. he's doing this, and you're piecing things together. So. Yes. He's a man of many talents, that Damon Castile. That's right. He's a human Swiss Army knife, right? Yes. That's a lot of deaths. (laughs) It is. And, you know, that was actually another thing that we sort of uh, went back and forth on because it's like it's a galaxy wide thing. So how many is like not that noticeable throughout an entire galaxy and how many is, you know, actually a lot more. And so if you notice when it gets uh, later in the episode when Tommy's speaking with uh, Commandant Browning, she mentions that the number is actually there and even that number uh while that is much bigger and very super if you think about it on a galaxy-wide scale with you know trillions of planets and uh, yeah billions of sentients small percentage but it's enough that it's something that they have to deal with it's so. enough that people will notice absolutely yeah i love that it's the, like clicking sound for television those hospitals don't have the best technology for <laughs> entertainment that's right they They've got it all black and white. In business, you know, still <laughs> they haven't quite gotten the HD yet, or 3D, right. or whatever they get going on. <laughs> As we're finally getting that little storyline more into the main storyline, things finally starting to come yes. together here in episode six. Things sort of tie together and you'll see the threads sort of cross over and not up by the end of the season as we had to do so right you'll see how everything connects what's going on stupid phone giving him bad news gonna smash it <laughs> i don't know uh, well, um i think last episode wasn't it that uh richards was yeah. calling him and so he's all what Richards is dead, and so yeah, he had enough of dead people coming back to bother him. He said, "I'm not going to take this anymore. Dead people and telemarketers. The hell with them. The hell I say." 
Well, Fitch is the one who put him in the hospital. Right. Too, so, you know, he's just had enough. Right. There she is. Yeah, so she is sneaking up outside the door. Of course, Lynn Cullen making her return as uh, Commandant Browning. Yes, we only saw her in one episode before this, uh, several, two seasons ago, something, something like, like that. that yeah. So, so um, uh, We've been wanting to bring her back for a while. We finally found the story where she Hi. could tie into things, so yes, that was a lot of fun. Hi. Hi. How you doing? <laughs> oh, well, it must be good news if she's there. Oh, yes. No- nothing horrible can come from the Commandant of the Sector coming to see you. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Uh, now we go back to the Emily Zeff fun time happy show. Yeah, I was going to say the Emily Zeff shenanigans, but you can't say that in this show. So that yeah. means something else entirely. Hmm. Yes, very confusing. He's in a nice park, though, at least, or at least a simulation of a park. Well, it would be if it weren't for those darn birds. Though. Yeah, those st- their stupid beaks. <laughs> stupid, stupid birds. birds. <laughs> God, Brian Reed just. Get, continues to bring the funny inside these scenes just with his little sides like stupid birds or where is that purple lizard right <laughs> despite despite what's happening to him he brings that little bit of, of levity in it. I, I love it and that's just Zeth he's just no matter yes. what he's gonna keep smiling and, of course you know what else Although, comes with the smile hmm. <laughs> later this uh, season you will learn a bit more about, about Zeth and how he's able yes. to uh be putting up with with all of the stuff that's getting done to him. So there's a nice a nice big moment for him Ma- later on. Major character development for a guy yeah. who was basically what a two line throwaway in an episode in season five, something like that. <laughs> something like that, yeah. Um, but it was you know it was the same thing that happened with um, Renee playing socks. Right. Is that she was just a throwaway in one episode. We heard her and we're like that she sounds awesome and we can totally do something great with this character. And yes. so that's the same thing happened with Zeth. So. so see, you never know who'll stick around on this show. That's right. Sometimes a performance is just so, you know, great. It just gets right to the writer's heads. And, and we just have to keep using them and keep using them. Yep. <laughs> of course. Yeah, that might have been me throwing in the uh, Princess Bride line. <laughs> well, you know. Somewhat obvious. You gotta do that every now and then. And of course, Mindy also doing a fabulous job there. Yes. Um, again, With I think her, it's... Her... Hmm? Cackly evil. Yes, evil, twiddling fingers. Excellent. Still don't, not quite sure what her whole plan is with that yet, but we shall see. You shall, indeed. And, and we're back, of course, in the hospital room with Browning and Tommy. And it is an interesting situation that you've got the common of the sector. And, you know, she's seems to be actually really good friends with a, a mob boss. You know. Yeah. Uh, if, uh, well, actually, too, if you... Um, I, don't, I don't remember the episode uh, that she previously appeared in, but she had a strong connection with Asa mm-hmm. and his family uh, from before. So she's definitely... Yeah, you know, she knows that. Okay, sure, they family, but as crime families go, the tales are much preferable than, say, the Busans or the Shimizus. You yes. know, so there's there's shades of evil yes, <laughs> or yes. bad. You know, better the devil you know than the devil you don't know in this case, or are friendly with. Exactly. Right, and especially the one that uh, you know Tommy 
repeatedly that he is concerned about civilian safety and doesn't want to get them involved right. in things. And, you know, he's he's got a moral code that some of the others might not. So. He's a criminal, but he's an honest criminal. That's right. right. He's just a good guy who does bad things. Mm-hmm. See, just like she said. So, yeah. Never, never, ever. Uh, I love we're com- coming up here. We're, we're slowly bringing in the clone storyline from a couple seasons mm-hmm. ago. And finally, everybody's starting yes. to make that connection. Yay! Continuity! Yeah. It's fun! <laughs> <laughs> that was another thing that we uh, really tried to do this season is we went back and looked at um, plot threads that we sort of had dangling left over from things. We decided to try to pull in a bunch of those and mm-hmm. tie it all th- together. So you're going to see a lot of those threads coming in for the rest and of this too. For a big co- continuity wonk like me, I- I'm just eating it all up, I'll admit it. <laughs> I love when those little threads from You know, I'm kind of the same way, though. That's, right. Right. That's, that's why. And going back to season one with, right. with uh, Jawbone and everything. And right, Rock, exactly. Uh, coming back. So, yeah, I'm the same way. I love it when there's that really tight, awesome continuity. Right, like, like how I mentioned Motherhood. Find great all- continuity. Like that, so other than the crappy ending, oh, yeah, I never, guys I never had some saw really, that really good, t- tight, tight continuity for a show that lasted nine seasons. It was pretty impressive. <laughs> Pete's really good at getting angry. If we make him do a lot in this show, he's also good at pain. This is Tommy's main state of being. Yes, Tommy's main states are anger and pain. Yes. So. And, and pain and anger is just the culmination of all the fun. I'll do it again, and again, and again. And I sleep just fine at night. But, you know, he complains about it because, you know, it tears up his throat. Right. But he's on the writing staff, so he's as much his fault as a lot of the rest right. of us. So. Exactly. You, you wrote it. In fact, I believe that's right. The, uh, the, the whole Tom uh, clone storyline, the, the initial idea for that, I believe, came from people. Yeah, I seem to remember him. He's saying like, "What that. am I doing to myself?" Because you know, then he fights his Yeah, so. But he he did get some time off from doing the really rough Tommy voice, at least. So you know, good for him. <laughs> now, well, he's just so good, though. You know, right? Yeah, he's a consummate professional. And then Maddie's back, and now they have a. This is part is a pretty big moment for Maddie. It's, it's a. Huge. <laughs> the history of the show, even since they started a couple of seasons ago, getting back together. Uh, right. You never, you never heard them say that. So. My heart dropped into my toes. I felt like there was this, this pressure inside me about to rip me apart. Oh, this is just such a gut-wrenching thing for her to say to him. I love that she's finally saying it to him. I think everybody's right, and I think everyone's had that moment where you know there's someone you care about, and right. you're not sure something might have happened, and there's that that horrible feeling you get inside, and yeah. Especially when, when you think they're gone, you're not gonna see them again, and this is, might be your only chance. So yeah, uh-huh. so, yeah. It, well, there she just said it. So, but yeah, it's it's a rough uh, rough time for them. 
Well, when isn't it at the Kingery? So. Yes, it is. But it's <laughs> that's a, just that's this the way. Is different though, because there's 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 hearts and emotions and spleens involved. It's true, especially the spleens. Yes. lots of those. Oh, spleens all over the place. And okay, and everybody wait for it. She's gonna say the words. She's gonna say the words. <gasps> She's gonna say it. You can tell me anything. She's gonna say, "Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm so excited!" <laughs> <gasps> oh, gasp! Uh, with an F bomb. Well, yeah, because you know, Kingery and Maddie, and well, that's what we do around here. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And so we go straight from that that oh, moment that will surely win us the Emmy um, to uh, <laughs> something that's uh, we find out a bit more about Kalok. We'll just. Leave it at that. We did, <laughs> and it's interesting as we further try to figure out what the hell Kalok is. <laughs> yeah, we we keep adding no. some interesting <laughs> things to his slitheriness. I don't know. He yes. just at this so. point he's just an amoeba, basically. Yes, he's like a big walking slithering whatever amoeba who can talk and, yes, and store things inside his uh... <laughs> and store things inside his yes. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but but this is fun though. After all, another like the scene at the very beginning. After all the emotion we've just been through, we we needed fun like this. Yeah, I, Kalak's really grown on me. He was uh, in the previous seasons. Also, he was a very minor right. uh, character, you know, hanging around with uh, Cass. And um, but now uh, we decided to sort of, you know, he's got this little storyline going on with Major, and so we've been able to sort of get into figuring him out a little more and, and uh, he's a lot of fun because he's so unlike anything else we have on the show we can do all kinds of crazy stuff so yes he's a walking talking pear-shaped gelatinous turd as asa says <laughs> who sleeps in a bucket yes <laughs> and nice sound effects work though. that's just but. the sound of something dropping into a toilet basically <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I would have been okay without knowing it was a toilet, but well, all right. You know, I'm the guy with the Whatever. Twitter avatar, avatar flaming toilet, so you know I'm gonna go. That's uh, true. Watch it. I'm a little busy here. No, it's okay. And the the surprise callback with the uh, woman and the lover in the, in the next room over. Ah, uh, yes, that was uh, that was all you're doing in the script. It didn't specify they were the same people, but, right? Uh, you cast them, and we're so just like, yeah, nice just do that again. Why not? <laughs> And I love how Major, she's been thrown through the wall, yet she goes through the door to come back in. Well, I mean, she's got some class. Well, yeah. And, and of course, she just thinks it was great. Yes. You know. Yes. And <laughs> that was awesome. Once again, M and John Clark give some really good uh, ad libs on all this. So, ah. So, especially, especially M, but, but John too. M's always good for them. Yes, she is. And he had a bit of trouble with some of these lines, but that, that's for the uh, outtake reel. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, he did have some big words in yes, there. Yes, he does. So. He does get a techno babble this time around. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Asa, played by Edward Herman, just, he's just enjoy, enjoying the show for a while. Well, who wouldn't? I mean, well, yeah, it's, I'd want to watch. It, it's, it's a great Amazonian woman punching a giant turd. What, what's more fun than that? Okay, now he's not actually turdy. Okay, he's turd-like. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. I'm sorry, k <laughs> <laughs> uh. oh, okay. 
I don't know. We've never actually specified, but in my head, he's sort of translucent green. Yeah, that, but... that's kind of how I got him too. Oh, cool, so, cool. So... Even though nobody ever said that in the nope, script, never... that's a very interesting. So oh, I may have to draw a picture of what I think he looks like, just with a fedora. Oh, fabulous! A big amoeba with a fedora. <laughs> oh, with a hat, even better. Yes. And and his gun sticking out well, from a blob. Well, yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe a person caught in there. <laughs> I'm going to have to work this into a, a script somewhere in the future. That's great. You just put the fedora on it, just slowly sinks inside of him. Exactly. <laughs> uh, of course, we're talking all over the high drama for the episode here as uh, Asa finally gets stalked in the alley. People are going to learn yes. to stay out of alleys at the Kingery. It's never, ever no. safe to go. Never. <gasps> Sucks. Dun, dun, dun. <gasps> what? Well, you know what she, uh, what Emily wanted of socks yes. regarding Asa, so, so now it's ominous. Watch Mother out. Rico, is this the end of Little Asa? Dun, 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 dun. Season 7, episode 6. And with that, we've made it through an upper, another episode somehow. Hey, which is amazing considering that uh, the universe did not want this commentary to be recorded. <laughs> it did not. It did not. We scheduled like three times and technical issues. Yeah, and it was something. I hope it was but worth it. But here we are. I hope so. it was worth it for everyone. Um, That's right. Let us know how much this commentary meant to you because yes. we worked so hard to bring it to you. Did. Do not see our blood, our pound of flesh. Oh, wait, that's a different show. Never mind. Um, so, yeah. Um, that's the episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, it's, it had some really fun moments in there to mix. So, uh, hope you got a few laughs, a few tears. And just enjoyed yourself. And of course, thank you to Jared for all his hard work on the show over the years. Um, yes, indeed. Uh, this was it was a great last script to work on with him, and uh, we appreciate all the work he put in on all his episodes leading up to this. So it was great, and you know he's still hanging around pendant, so you'll still be hearing from him and stuff. Right, he's, so. he's just he's dealing with a new baby right now as well. Yes, so, that's great true. Baby, so congratulations on that. Um, anyway, let us know what you think about this at uh, Pendant Web on Twitter, or we're on Facebook, or PendantAudio.com. Yes, um, indeed. All of them. We're on the Tumblers, even. Whatever that is. On the Tumblr. That's right. Appendantaudio.tumblr.com. We, we do stuff on that. I don't know what exactly. We do stuff on that. <laughs> um, Some stuff. Yes, it's fun stuff. Um, like the 10 Years of Pendant thing. That's right. Yes. So um, if you want to get in touch with me, I'm at Flaming Toilet on Twitter, as I said, or I'm on Facebook, Dave Morgan. And if you want to get in touch with Jeffrey, you can do it through the website. Mm -hmm. I'm also on, on Twitter at uh, Jeffrey Bridges, I believe. So yes. you may find me there as well. Your Twitter makes much more sense than mine does. Um, <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. Next time we will be here with uh, Renee Christine Jones for season episode seven of The Kingery. So until next time, have a good one, folks. <laughs>